Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Welcome back to the bar. This is your favorite good girl, number one. <laughs> I'm the favorite good girl, number two. We're the best moms ever. So I don't know. I think people are going to like argue with that one, even though I think it's true. We're rebranding, okay? Everyone has to rebrand <laughs> every once in a while. So we're rebranding. Sounds good to me. We're the good girls. It's okay. the good girl club. Wait, no, I don't think good girls have fun. No, I don't think they do either. When um when I'm talking to my my electrician in New Orleans, every time I tell him something I need and I like explain why I need it, he goes, Oh, he goes, You're making a bad girls club down here. I'm like, Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. He's funny. So it's the good girls with a slightly bad um alter ego. How's that? That sounds good. That's fine. That's good fine. with me. Are you wearing a shirt from Dance Moms? I, of course I am. <laughs> I know. I really feel that I should try to dig some out. I, you make me feel bad. You know what? Me. It gets difficult. I bet. But, like sometimes I'm like, oh shit, I don't have anything. And you should be ashamed of some of the stuff you kept. I know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> where did you? But I can see why you didn't keep any of yours. Oh shit. No. A minor ba- uh, ad. Where did you wear this? Uh, I was in the um, dressing room at the studio. So I'm, okay. I don't know. I, it, it didn't show me in it upstairs. It just showed me in it downstairs. So got it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we were sitting looking that, at the schoolgirl costume. I had on that purple shirt or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that probably, do you think that was a pickup? I wonder if that scene was a pickup. I don't know because we didn't show us in this, any other place. Yeah. Hmm. It was the only thing I had. Oh, what you drinking? Well, that's a Diet Coke. Oh, that's but boring. Well, this is- Do you want to know what my wait. drink is for the day? Hold on. I just have to show you. I have tea because I'm not feeling great. I have water because my throat is dry. And then I have my special drink. So I have so many liquids. What's your special drink? Oh, my special drink. I made a creamsicle. Ah, that mm-hmm. sounds good. What's it's in that? Nice. Well, I made it up. It's just vanilla uh, vodka and, and, and some- And orange, orange soda. And orange soda. It tastes oh, like that's a creamsicle. Good. Yeah, I would like that. Yummy. I think I've, I've made that before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sometimes feel like a teenager when my parents are out of town, like the shit I try to concoct in my kitchen. I'm like, this <laughs> tastes good. I I struggle. Wait till you see what I have today. I have no, I have not tasted it yet. I'm going to do the taste test on okay. air hair. Well, I have, I'm like you, I have water. Okay, good. And, uh, and I have a Diet Coke. Great. And I have this. Don't know what it's going to be like. Okay. Look, it looks like milk. Ew. It is petite wine specialty coconut. It's a blend of white wine with rich coconut flavor. I don't know. Look at my face. I, I got it like that. I got it at Aldi's. Uh, <laughs> I was shopping at Aldi's. <laughs> and I 
what? And I thought, oh, it's different. And I like coconut. So I thought, I'm going to try it. I mean, it was easy. I didn't have to do anything but open the freaking bottle and pour it in my glass. So it, it looks might be like totally disgusting. It looks like milk. Fermented milk. It, it looks like milk. And coconut and wine together sound kind of disgusting, but yeah. we're going to try it. We're Everything about it. that sounds sus. Well, <laughs> Your coconut wine it. from Aldi's. All right, let's I see. Am t- <laughs> from Go Aldi's. That's the, that's the worst part of it. Let me see what it tastes like. I'm afraid. Smells good. All right. Hmm. It's actually not that bad. Oh, whatever. I've seen you try to drink rubbing alcohol when you had no other choices. I don't know if I trust oh, your flavor quiet. palette. Do you like coconut? I don't love coconut. Oh, well, it I'm, tastes like coconut. Yeah, I'm don't not get a coconut it lover. Like coconut. It's mm-hmm. definitely coconut. It's pretty good, actually. Okay. All right. Let me see. Wait, hold on. Let me switch from my chai tea. Let's try my creamsicle. I have to be careful. I have a school meeting here soon. I've made those. I actually like, oh, it's I, I delicious. Like, yeah. I actually even like regular vodka with just orange soda. Yeah. It's good. delicious. But yeah. It's delicious. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Oh, you know, we forgot to do Patreons. Oh my God. How dumb are we? These are all okay. of the people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and they subscribe to our ultra exclusive Patreon party where every week they get special content such as our after party. They have video content. They have exclusive, never before seen photos and videos, all kinds of fun things happen over there. So we have to say thank you to Kylie, Rev, London, Amber, Livia, Brianna, Amy, Alyssa, Allie, Daniel, Veronica, Samuel, Sunny, Mallory, Leanna, Ryan, Bethany, Kaylee, Taylor, Laura, John, John Corella. John subscribed. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's John. funny. Really funny. <laughs> Caitlin, Shelby, Anna, Allie, Madison, Marianne, Leanna, Julia, <clears throat> uh, Katrina, Molly's banana clip. That's funny. Caroline. <laughs> banana clip. I love you. <laughs> Lizzie, Stephanie, Deb, Taylor, Katie. Palmer, Elisa, Emily, Natalie, Lindsay, Sam, Avery, Megan, Alan, Sandy, Faith, Leah, Lee, Sarah, Joanna, Sophia, Sarah, Anne, Lydia, Alicia, Charlotte, Zamaya, Julia, Aurora, and Laura. Thank you guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, I love, I love the banana clip person. Yeah. That's hilarious. It is. I was in the grocery store the other day and I was buying uh, hair bands and I looked and they had like, they had a banana banana clips. clips. Yes. I told you they're They're coming coming back. back. I know they're coming back. Everything. Some of our fans messaged me that and said that they're coming back. They're making a comeback. I mean, maybe, maybe me. Cause me. That's exactly what I was going to say. That was my next sentence. (laughs) You took it right out of my mouth. All right. Uh, I don't know. I think that's it before we need to get into the episode. I don't think we have any catching up to do. We have lots to chat about on the after party, but uh, let me just say that I loved this episode because like, I don't think I say more than three words. I hated this. I love it. I love (laughs) it. And the other thing I love is that you have to narrate it. Yeah. This is your, this is go ahead, girlfriend. I know this was a terrible day for me. me. Well, we are in season two, episode four, and the name of the episode is No One Likes a Bully. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't yeah, agree me, more that no one likes a bully. Too. Yes. 
So the episode opens up in Pittsburgh and I have to point out, and I think it was around the time that this song came out, but they have a really bad sound alike of bringing sexy back playing as they open the show. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear that. I'm like, what, oh, is, God. what is this? So I think the editors have a lot of fun. At We're a little expense. cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. So we open it up in pyramid and we're just going to start off with a bang because we are heavy in the middle of red plastic rhinestone crap, including uh, a red drink. rhinestone headband. Cheers. My uh-huh. coconut milk. Yeah. Uh, um. So we get the infamous girls get in here, you know, cause those girls oh, are God. just, yeah, they're just scattered about. They wouldn't mm-hmm. be waiting with bated breath or anything. We've so, probably been sitting there for three hours waiting, exactly, waiting outside of the door. Mm-hmm. So we all walk in us shoeless and the girls all look really adorable. They must've got some new dance wear this week because they've really stepped it up. They looked cute. Oh, you think? I didn't think Paige looked cute today. Oh, I mean, she's, she's always on... cute. That yellow, thought, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought she looked cute. Yeah. You know, mm. it wasn't yeah. my favorite outfit, but huh. she's well, always cute. Yeah, I, I liked Chloe's that pink, pink one. Yeah. yeah, I remember when we got those. We all got Me too. those. Me too. I love those. Those were cute. Yeah. They actually, I think that that was the brand that they uh, they modeled at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the girls all look adorable, per usual. And of course, the moment they walk in, Abby just starts on them. You know, there's no celebration. There's no anything. There's no congratulations. It's Page. The first thing I have wrote down, Paige, you messed up the leap yep. section. Paige, you first messed thing. up the leap. Of course. First words out of her mouth. Not this dance was stunning. We won. Just Paige, you messed up the leap. Then there was a grand jeté issue with Kendall because her hips were not in line and she has to learn how to cover those things up. Question though for you. Later on, we hear Abby telling Chloe that she's not a choreographer. So if Kendall tried to put her hips to the corner, wouldn't that be trying to be a choreographer Probably. instead of just doing it the way Abby gave it to Probably. her? I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. That's all I'm saying. And Nia, you did a great job. And Nia is trying not to smile when she says this, but then Abby delivers a really uh, Abby-esque backhanded compliment. She says, you did not pull my eyes negatively, but you need to start pulling pulling it positive. Yes. Like (laughs) God forbid she'd give a compliment without like a dick, you know? Nope. No. Kelly, you did not pull my eyes negatively. We learned this week that we are going to Hollywood vibe and like the name Hollywood vibe, there are going to be some Hollywood judges. They're going to be from LA and New York. And these are people who are looking for the next big thing, the next star. And to we be in know. a commercial or a I show, know. we need to bring our A game. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't see anybody there. No. Like that. No. Did you? I no. don't remember. And I don't know why she made such a big deal about that. I think because John was friends with the owner of Hollywood Vibe. John oh. said that Hollywood Vibe like allowed us to film there. Oh, okay. um, but I, I don't know. But there was a lot of like, these are it. And then we cut to me in an interview with a really weird bang situation going on. I like this little (laughs) weird bang roll. And I say that she is putting an exorbitant amount of pressure on small children. I don't even know why I bother to say shit like this because every (laughs) week. Exactly. I'm wasting my breath. And we move right on to Pyramid. 
And she starts with the pro- the bottom and she just kind of waves her hand in front of it. And she goes, this, I'm not even going to discuss this. Uh, okay. But what <laughs> I like is she already gave Paige, Mia and Kendall like uh-huh. the things for on the pyramid. Then she has to go back and do it again yeah, and well, give them a little them- more negative. Right, so <laughs> a little them- more negative. She has to tell them twice why they suck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she's not even going to discuss this. And we get a shot of your face. You're just annoyed. And then, of course, Paige. Well, I think I was annoyed because she wasn't showing the first picture. And I thought it was Brooke. And I thought, oh, she's just a bitch and won't even uncover Brooke's face. But yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I think that's what everybody thought. thought. Yeah, Yeah. of course. And then, of course, Paige is next. And I honestly thought that she was going to be like, Paige, you're here by default because you share DNA (laughs) with Brooke and your mother. But yes. the Paige doesn't apply corrections, which Paige made a mistake. It wasn't that she didn't yeah. apply corrections is. Yeah. Whoops. And yeah. so she needs to work her way back up the ladder. Nia. She's never been up the ladder. I, I was just going to say, Kelly. What the hell she need to work her way back up for? She was never up there. Paige is holding the bottom of the ladder. She she's is, like, man. I got she, it. She's the base. Then we have Nia. And she says, you have been working hard, but you need to fix your technical issues. And then we go to Kendall, who is still on probation. And we get a very dramatic reaction from Jill. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I actually was laughing when I saw that shot of Jill. Because when people ask about um, how long Pyramid took to shoot, I always give the example of you can be standing there for like five hours and you can be like, Oh my God. And, and that's always, the only thing they show. That's the only thing they show. Yeah. You can and sit there smiling like a cheese ball the entire time you're standing there. And the one time you do, that's like with Brooke, they always show, she could be sitting there enthusiastic the whole day and they'll show the one time that she yawns yeah. or is yeah. picking her teeth or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I couldn't agree more, but I was dying when they showed Jill doing that. Cause I'm like, yeah. I wonder if she really did it. Then she probably didn't. <laughs> Probably and not. then in the interview, Jill says that this whole probation thing is making her crazy. You've only been on probation three weeks. I, I know, like three competitions. Yeah, like. three weeks. Yeah. And then Kenzie is next. And she's really excited because she's moved up the pyramid and she's really proved herself in her apples dance and her solo. And did you see how cute Chloe was reaching around being like, yay, Kenz? Like, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. It was really cute. Melissa's obviously happy that Kenzie's up the pyramid as well. Yes. And then Maddie's next. And Abby goes, I thought you were great. Oh, well. I guess you need something to work for. Great job in the group and the solo. I guess guess you need something to work for because she was like so irritated that Maddie didn't win. And then she's like, and I'm going to read this. I'm going to give you a dramatic reading of Abby unveiling Chloe at the top of the pyramid. She said, Chloe had to be on top of the pyramid. She was the overall high score winner. And that's (laughs) usually the person in the key position. And then she goes, well, you got to stay there. Well, she stay there. She said, well, you did something out there to make your mother cry. She said, I don't want you to make me cry. I want you to make me smile. And I was thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure when Chloe won, you cried because you were crying because you were upset. (laughs) And then I go on in my interview and I say, I bet this is hard on Melissa because Chloe's above Maddie. Again, this is the second week in a row. And then I say, you said ice cream cream for everyone again. You said that again. I was shocked. I think it was two the weeks same, in a row. Was it the same shot though, or the same clip? Did they use it twice? I don't know. 
I don't know, but you I did thought say that was it last really week. weird. Yeah. I need to go back and see if it's like the same sound bite. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so weird. And then we get assignments. Um, Chloe is given a solo. Maddie's given a solo. And I'm telling you right now, this episode was really eye-opening for me because there's so much distance between when it happened and going back and rewatching it and knowing everything I know now, it's so obvious what's going on in this episode, which I will give you my perspective of, but we had to have Chloe and Maddie both do a solo again because we couldn't leave the last showdown with Chloe winning. So we had to do it again. But then I think it was bullshit, not just for the reason that Paige isn't in it, but it's bullshit that Chloe, Maddie and Kendall have a trio because these two have a solo and a trio. Yeah. Why, why do two kids have three dances? Yeah. yeah. Like when Paige and Nia and Mackenzie are sitting there. And they have a group dance. Yeah. Like, okay. So why don't you do a trio with Chloe, Maddie and Kendall piss you off about the Paige thing? Give Paige a solo, give Nia a solo and call it a day. Why are you giving Chloe and Maddie solos and trios? I, I, I personally, and we have talked about this. Of course you want your kids to dance. Of course you want to see them like on TV, but that kind of stuff is also really hard because it's too much. Yeah. Like I was actually going to say that like whenever, um, Paige didn't get the trio, I think Paige was kind of like sure almost thing. relieved because yeah. she was like, that's one less dance I have to learn this week, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think they really and truly felt that way. Like it was kind of like, ugh, when you got a solo, it was like, oh my gosh, it's just one more thing I got to learn. Well, and more practice I got to go to. And you knew that the pressure was going to be on you in some reason, yeah. like some way. Yeah. If you yeah. didn't have a solo, you kind of had a little bit a of a week breather. of break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we see shots of Paige and she's obviously like when they say a trio, cause she's waiting to say who the third person is, you know, Paige thinks it's going to be her and it's it's sad to see, you know, but I know it's coming. So, I mean, I know it's coming as because I've already lived it. Yeah, and then yeah. Jill's thrilled, of course. She's like, yes. And <laughs> in Paige's interview, she says that she's been in this trio since she was four. And this is so wise of Paige. Abby is mad at Brooke and my mom, and she's taking it out on me. Paige Which is so in- true. Yes. <laughs> it's so true. It's exactly I, why. I know. I know. I know. Then Abby tells Kendall, we want, I want to see if you could hang with Chloe and Maddie. I thought, but Chloe sucked, but okay. All right. Great. But, but the thing about that is like, they hang with them every week in the group dances. Exactly. Like, so I don't understand why they have to prove themselves. Like they do a dance with Chloe and Maddie every freaking week and same do it the same way. They do it the same way. So like what, I, like, I don't understand. Kelly, I don't understand four fifths of this episode. There's a <laughs> lot of contradictions happening. Yeah. So you say in your interview, you're not mad. You know, it's just to hurt you and Paige and, and you are, and you weren't mad. Like you were just kind of like, yeah, I could have cared less. Yeah. But I mean, I was upset, I think, because I don't know. Because I you knew the purpose of it was yeah. to hurt, hurt Paige. I mean, I, I could have cared less if she was in the dance or not, but the perp, the reason that they pulled her from it was, I, I think me. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of course. Yeah. So then Abby talks about the group being a contemporary lyrical. It's going to be art on stage and it's all about a bully. 
Now, I think this little clip of Maddie's really funny. <laughs> she goes, now the dance is all about a bully and I've been bullied on the bus and I've seen <laughs> bullying at school. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Yeah. I don't know. It's cute. And then Abby tells us that someone will be portraying the bully. And I absolutely love this clip of Holly because Holly- oh my God, this is my favorite line. It's my <laughs> oh, favorite line. Go ahead. You can say it then. It's ironic that Abby chooses bullying with her method of teaching. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, like Abby yeah. should have been the lead of this dance. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. And she says that Nia is the bully. And when she assigns Nia the bully, the kids all crack up. The kids crack up because Nia's not a bully. None of them are bullies. No, no, they're not. But it's just funny. And then yeah. Abby says, you have to act. And Jill's like, she has to act. Cause Jill's like chiming right in, you know, like, well, the one thing I have to say is they knew that Holly was not going for this bully role oh, yeah. because there was no way that Peyton could have been in that dance and been four foot taller than everybody else and not been not the, been the bully. The yeah. So they, they knew that going in that Holly was going to have a fit about the whole bullying thing in mm-hmm. Bonilla because it would have made no sense to have Peyton in it Peyton and be 45 feet taller than everybody. Yeah. Else. Yeah. Right. I mean, she had to, she would have to be the lead or it would look ridiculous. It, yes, exactly. Holly just looks flat out annoyed. Like she just looks annoyed, but we do hear from Nia that she's happy to be the star. And then Abby tells us that we need to see you be big, strong, tough, and nasty. And Nia's making like all these like mean faces. <laughs> And Holly tells us that she's happy that Nia has a featured part, but not being a bully, which, which again, I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, you finally get a good part and or a featured part and you're. Oh yeah. Well, tried to be mean. Don't worry. Down the line. Chloe's the one who shoots everyone in the street fight. She shoots Maddie <laughs> in the school shooting. So we all get shitty parts. <laughs> exactly. So then Abby tells us that we have more news. And she said, we all assumed that this picture was going to be Brooke, but it's not because she always has a trick up her sleeve. And I just want to say, you and I both know that there could not be a more true statement from that woman. She always has something up her sleeve and it's never good. Absolutely. Never good. Absolutely. There's really dramatic music. Jill rolls her eyes, which I have to say, I like Jill in this part because she's really (laughs) funny. Abby tells us that she needs someone strong and tough to go up against her bully. And then we immediately get a flashback of a crazy bully screaming and it's Leslie. (laughs) I, I think she's scarier in black and white. I'm just saying. (laughs) so then Abby reveals Peyton and I want to just point out that when Peyton comes in our kids are the nicest damn children they run to her they jump on her they hug her they're so excited like our kids are never jerks to anybody who comes into the studio ever no they're so excited so then we see Peyton in the interview and she tells us that she's 14 and she's been dancing for Abby since she, or for the last four, for four years. years. And she's excited to be here. Jill wants to know what she's doing there. Is she going to take Hay's spot? And she hates the whole idea of Peyton being there. Like, I didn't understand that though. I thought Peyton was there to take Brooke's spot. I didn't I, think it was like to yes. take over Kendall's. I didn't. Yes. And, I, and they I didn't make it that you. way. No, Kelly. 
I totally agree with you. And I think that that was their intention, but I think Jill just was like, Oh wait, no, somebody else is on probation. She must be here for, for, yeah. Payment. And they just went, yeah. So it. they just went with that, that yeah. lead or whatever, but yeah, I, I totally think it was originally Peyton just coming in to take Brooke's place. Exactly. And I had no reaction to it. So they didn't and, care. And yeah, I could have cared less. Like Brooke didn't want to be here. So you got, I'm assuming you would have put somebody else in. Right. And so I had no reaction and Jill did. So that's why they went with that storyline. Yes, I do agree with that. Abby tells us that Peyton needs to prove herself because she's on probation as well. And then we get these interviews of Abby. God, uh, her voice. Yes. Oh my God. It was yes. terrible. Yes. Yeah. No like one was telling her them. You couldn't even voice. understand. Yeah. Cause she yeah, always do deep voice, Abby. Deep, and she, oh, 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 oh. Abby, deep and voice. She, oh, oh. And then she, Oh <laughs> God, are you going to puke? <laughs> Coughing up a lung over there. She always stood up like this and they be deep voice. I, I could barely even understand her. <laughs> well, we do kind of decipher that there's only one spot without Brooke, which that didn't make sense. And Kendall and Peyton both want the spot because Kendall kind of already has a spot, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like it made no sense. There's two spots available now. The one exactly. that Kendall's in and the one that Brooke is, has open. And the girls are rehearsing and we're upstairs. And as we're upstairs, I'm explaining like the history of the trio. You know, I'm like, they've had it forever. Yeah. And Melissa chimes in undefeated, which yeah. I actually really appreciated that. Yeah. And you were like, yes, they are. And I said, I think it's really rotten that Paige is pulled. But Jill doesn't think that she's being replaced. In my interview, I say that Jill is Pollyanna because she just wants everyone to have a turn. And I said, okay, great, but not with the trio. Like the trio is kind of sacred ground. Yeah, yeah. So we cut back to rehearsals and Abby is working with Nia and Maddie. And she's telling Nia that you need to shove her forward. You need to shove her. And Holly's looking annoyed. But then Abby Holly's just sitting there brewing, brewing, (laughs) doing, and then Abby and her super creepy voice. I actually have the voice underlined and starred. She's talking about news coverage, how there's always bullying in school. And then we go back to Abby in the studio and she's like, push her. And Melissa goes, she's going to have to kick somebody too. And then Jill goes, pull Kendall's pigtails. And Holly is literally <laughs> spiraling. Like She is spiraling. Yeah. And she's Holly's like, like oh, no, Nia isn't nope. doing this shit. She's like, nope. And she's like, I got to step in. Sometimes the dance mom has to step in. And she's not allowing Nia to, to, to portray the bully. So she walks in and Abby goes, what? And Holly says, you know, I have a huge problem with this. And in her interview, she says that I have a zero tolerance policy at school. And she wishes there was a zero tolerance policy at the studio. I, don't I we all died. Don't we all? That was I vote beautiful. for that too, Holly. There wouldn't be a studio. Abby no. wouldn't be able to contain herself. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> so then Abby's rolling her eyes and she says, finally gave you a special part, kid. And your mom's taking it away. And she goes, Peyton, you're the bully. She goes, you get a featured part. Your mom took it away. Not me. Not me. I hate when she does this shit. Because she does it because she turns them on the parent. Because she is so wrong. She turns them against the parent, but also she can't stand up to the parent. So she turns and picks on the kid. Yeah. And then Nia goes, well, I guess it's okay. Cause I'm really not a bully. And then Holly tells us, I don't want her to have that part. Like I want her to have a special part, but not that one. Mm -hmm. So now we go to rehearsal and 
we're back in rehearsal. Nia's not the bully and they're working on the group dance. And Abby really is, she's starting on Chloe. You can tell she's starting on Chloe. And then she says, I don't know why your mother says you have, you don't have confidence. You're the cockiest kid I've ever worked with. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, are you fucking she's kidding an idiot. me? She's an idiot. You're the cockiest kid I ever worked with. And you can see Chloe like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like I don't, know how they allowed her to talk to the kids that way well, i mean she says that shit to my kids every well wait episode. a minute let's go on because there's a lot more and then i have some thoughts yeah. about all of this and she i say she's bullying and then she goes on to say she's talking about chloe in front of her and she because she just doesn't have a brain, have in, a her brain in her head and mm-hmm. chloe starts crying and then you <clears> see <throat> me saying i have to pick my battles because if i walk in there i knew it was going to be world war ii and i say she's an evil bitch Abby says that Chloe's just ignoring what she's saying. And I'm like, oh yeah, Chloe's just ignoring you. Cause she, she just likes to cry. She doesn't want to yeah. correct anything, but yeah. then you hear from Chloe in an interview and she says she's upset because she doesn't understand what Abby's telling her. She's like trying to do it instead of Abby correcting her. She's berating her and belittling her. And then Abby's telling her, you're not the choreographer. Why are you changing that? Instead of being like, Chloe, straight it was a bent leg. Yeah. Yes. She was using a bent leg instead of a straight leg. Like, yeah. And then she's saying, the world. you're at the top of the pyramid. You need to suck it up. The next kid is on speed dial to come to the studio. So here's what I want to point out about the scene that really struck a nerve in me. First of all, it's very hard to watch. Abby was doing this to Chloe because she was pissed off that Chloe beat Maddie the week before. That yeah. is why Abby is doing this. Yeah, she's, she does it because, yeah. yeah, just like she's doing the shit to Paige because she's mad at me. She she yes. just always like takes it out on somebody else. Like, yes, she is pissed off that Chloe won. She knows they're going head to head. So what's she going to do? She's going to fuck with Chloe all week to make yeah. sure that she is rattled so that yeah. she loses this week and all can be well in her life. Mm-hmm. That is what she is doing. And when you go back, she does you- it the entire show every, yes. uh, every week. Yep. It, and she picks a new show. victim. Yep. Picks a new every victim. <laughs> you can see it. Even when she was like, you're at the top of the pyramid, you could tell she was mad. You could tell that she was just going to pick on oh, her, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like you're the cockiest mm-hmm. kid. I know one thing I can say, Chloe's 21. She's been through what? 150 years of school. She's had 7,000 teachers. I have never heard a teacher say anything, but she's the nicest kid. Yeah. I haven't either. And here's this asshole. Never have I heard him say my kids are mediocre either. Yeah, exactly. So then we switch to your house. It's dark. And the girls run in and they hug Brooke and they tell her that they miss her. And they're all piled up on your sofa and they start cheerleading. (laughs) Nia was hysterical. And then Paige. We appreciate. Nia's like, Nia. Nia. <laughs> and the kids are like, we miss you, Brooke. And they're hugging her. And they're like, are you sad about competition this weekend? She's like, no, I'm going to a football game. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Not at <laughs> all. No. Not at all. So that's all we see of Brooke this episode. That was easy. Yeah. Well, no, then they're like, um, Nia was asking her if like the teacher was as mean. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, no, she's nice. Yeah, crazy. They were like, what? People are nice out there? We don't yeah. even know. I thought it was cute Brooke, when Brooke was in her interview and she said she missed the girls. That yeah. They're like her family. Yes. And they, they really and truly 
we're all oh. like family. I mean, they work together like yeah. 24 hours a day and, um, Absolutely. they were really, really like family. Absolutely. I, they still to the state will be like, well, those are like my sisters, even though they yeah. don't see each other forever. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. nobody else gets what we went through. Yeah. So then we're back in the studio and Chloe and Maddie are both rehearsing their solos and we just get different interview sound bites of both of them, basically saying that they're both ready for the challenge of going up against the other one. And then we're back in group rehearsals and Abby says that Peyton is doing fine and she's a leader and she's taking Brooke's spot nicely and she's wearing a headband. Oh, yay. We haven't had a lot of cocktails, so drink up. Drink up, drink up. I can only drink a little sip of that. Yeah, is it getting weird? It's milky. Ew. So then Jill is upstairs. <laughs> she is stirring the pots, okay? <laughs> Jill is up there and she's like, it's amazing that they're all different ages, but they're all the same All the size, same height. Except for Big Peyton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was face. like, huge Peyton. She's big. She's big. not just older, she's big. She's a big in. And then, <laughs> and then we meet Leslie yeah. in her interview and she says who she is. But then we go right back to Jill Harping and she's like, Peyton is big. Kay fits in. Kendall fits in. Peyton is big. Yeah. And then I do agree though. Yeah. I mean, it's really obvious when you look down there and you see them all lined up. And then Leslie says, well, I think she's better in the style. Sorry. And then she says she deserves to be here and Peyton's better for the part. And I'm sitting literally like dead smack in the middle of these two that are starting to kind of argue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I have that right down. Yes. You like are the middle man. I'm the middle man. And Abby says that she but- doesn't know Jill well enough to know how she's going to handle Leslie, but she does know Leslie and Jill better get a baseball bat. <laughs> exactly. But I love how um, Leslie just always brings up that she's been there for four years. Oh, like she deserves to be God. there because she's been there for four years. I'm thinking to myself, four years. I've been here for like 36. But don't worry at, at coffee. She's going to tell us we shouldn't be there. Exactly. Or why do we come back? Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. Jill reminds us that Kendall did make the group first and Peyton did it, did not make it. And it must have been for a reason. And she, they're, they're arguing and Jill says something like, well, you said to Abby that you have to find a spot. And then Leslie's like, well, why would she listen to me? And Jill said, well, you say that you have her ear. And Leslie's like, I do have her ear. And that's where I'm kind of like sitting back and forth watching. This yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh. Um, and then Jill says that she's concerned because Leslie is desperate. <laughs> and then she says, she's a big bully, not just a bully. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then Leslie goes more person to watch <laughs> yeah definitely she definitely stands out yeah That's she sure her. does so now we cut to the trio and Abby tells us in uh her interview and this is just some foreshadowing that a trio is hard because of spacing okay trio is yes. hard because of spacing and then she goes, like I said last week that we do our interviews yes. afterwards. After. So Abby already knew that the spacing was off. And that exactly. is why. Yes. Yes. And then just real quick, she says, Paige is running the music. This is going to become an issue in just a moment. Abby tells us, that she says, Kendall's doing a good job and she doesn't know if Paige would have been better. And you see a shot of Paige and she's really sad. Like she looks 
she looks sad. That's the only word you can use. Mm-hmm. And we're upstairs. And that's when you realize the page is in there running the music. Uh, well, Leslie pointed it out to me. She made sure uh, to. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I started using Acorns a few years ago, and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar so that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals. And then I look at that balance and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. 
It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. Be like, oh, what's Paige. Paige doing? And then she's like, Kelly, Paige is in there running the music. Mm. And then you go, that's bullshit. And and it is. It is. I could have cared less about them having a trio and Paige not being in it. It was the fact that she was rubbing running it the in her face. Yes. Abby was rubbing it in her face and mm-hmm. torturing the child. Like, let her go sit out with all the other kids. Why did yeah. she have, why wasn't Nia running the music or somebody? Nobody why, ever runs the music. Ex- she exactly. Does. Exactly. Yeah. So why was Paige in there running the music? Mm, to feel bad. Just to torture her. Yes. And then that's when you said, why would you do that to a 10 year old kid? It's just wrong. And you said, it's just to hurt her. And it, and it, it is. is. I mean, it is. there's 100%. no percent nothing else around that. And then Abby starts kind of dancing with the kids. And that's when Leslie says she loves it when Abby's dancing with the group and we start mocking it. We're like, what if she dances on one ankle? And we're like, I don't think I can hold her up. And we're like, but you know what? And people say, and I know people watching are probably like, they're such bitches for saying that, like they're making fun of her, but you know what? Like you have to realize that we listen to her downgrade our kids every day a hundred zillion times a day so sometimes when we say mean things to her i i mean we know it's mean Mm -hmm. but sometimes you just can't help yourself because you know and also the audience sees about one tenth of what she's saying exactly Exactly. We're we're sitting there and we're listening to it. We're listening to it. And we're like, that's why I'm like, she's, and they they hear every bad thing we say, every bad thing. They see 10% of the bad stuff. Abby says, and all of the bad stuff, all of our bad stuff, take out all of our good stuff. But Leslie does say that she wants to see Abby do a straddle leap. (laughs) She's like, says it in the background. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, that would be good. Ah, And now we're off to coffee with the moms. Leslie invites us all to coffee. You want to know her underhanded motive. Yeah. And I also want to know what is up with that black thing I'm wearing, but we can skip past that. I can't focus on it. But she's really excited about Peyton dancing with the team. I'm skeptical. Leslie is like, oh, this is so frustrating. She starts picking at you like, why are you here? Why do you bring Brooke to, to the studio if Abby tortures her? Why do you do that? And like you answer her. She was like, why, why do you come? If Brooke wants to cheer, why are you still coming? Well, cause mm-hmm. I have two fucking kids. Right. And one might want to do cheerleading, but the other one still wants to be at dance dancing with her friends. Yeah. So that's why I'm here. Cause I have well, two kids. And guess what? You don't owe her an explanation. 
Exactly. And that's what I tell None her. None of your damn business. She comes on to me next. Then why you, Christy? Why are you? Why are you here? And then I was, I literally wrote, why do I owe you an answer? And then I realized later in the scene, I say that. And Melissa's like, Leslie just likes to be in charge. I'm like, that's just called bossy or nebby. She wants well, to know everything. Did, didn't you just want to say to her, Leslie, like we have a contract. Yes. And, and yes. At, at that point, and I don't know if she ever did, yes. Leslie did not have a contract exactly. to be on the show. We did. So we had to be there. It which, wasn't like we yes. could have the option to not. Which so, was uh, why? But we couldn't always, say that on film. Exactly. And then it always made us look like assholes. Like, oh, we like exactly. The abuse. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I want to come have my daughter be abused. Uh, no, thank yeah. you. I just have to no. come because I have a contract. Mm-hmm. So then Holly walks in. We ask her about the bully da- dance and pulling Nia out as the lead. And she says that Nia was upset, but it wasn't like not a big deal. She talks about how Nia doing the bullying part was perpetuating a stereotype. And then Leslie chimes in. Well, it's just a dance. And Holly does say, but it's not just a dance. It's part of my identity. And it goes beyond a dance. And exactly. I mean, Holly was a principal, principal of a very prestigious school. Yes. Like, I don't think they would really have appreciated that. You know, I don't think they were crazy about the whole dance mom thing, thing to begin with, you know? Right. So I, I agree with Holly. Yeah. But did you notice when Holly came in, Michael Pizza is in it again? He's sitting, he's when she walks in, he's sitting on the computer on a computer laptop. Ah, behind her. Yeah. Michael P- Michael Pizza has like a lot of cameo airtime on yeah here. i hope they paid him all right <laughs> <laughs> so then uh holly says that leslie's very opinionated yes retweet hall um and then leslie starts on me again and she's questioning what kind of a parent am i if i allow chloe to cry and i keep bringing her back and then she says it doesn't bother me when peyton cries okay but i want you to remember that yes because and yes. when she comes back in a few episodes and Peyton's crying, it's a yes. different story because exactly. you've actually been in the episode for a week and you've seen why our kids are crying. So yep. Then it bothers her. But right now it doesn't bother her because she's not really part of anything mm-hmm. yet. No. And she tells me to go somewhere else. I remain very calm, but I just wonder since her and Abby are so close, I wonder how Abby would feel to know that Leslie's trying to get rid of some of her paying customers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're down to one day before the competition and in the dressing room, we have the costume reveal. And again, it's funny whenever we have a controversial costume, how we have to have like a big reveal with the girls coming in and like on parade on, yeah, on the uh, yeah, middle. We part. never did that. Never no. did that. I and they think that costume was that. No, it wasn't bad. No, I mean, I it was a skirt and I mean, their shirt was tied up, but normally they're in a bra. Right. It just felt a little, it didn't feel like it fit the dance. It felt like more like Britney Spears. Like if they were doing like a hip hop something. Exactly. And I said, this is prostitutes, the sequel. I promise you, (laughs) I did not say that. I promise you someone asked me to say that because I did not think these costumes were bad. Leslie's like, why are there holes in tights? And then Abby says, well, I'm having Peyton portray like the trashy, bad, mean girl. But Leslie starts schooling Abby on the differences. She's like, the difference she's- between a bully and sleazy. <laughs> it's a sleazy. She's not a sleaze in some strip joint. Well, wait a minute, <laughs> Leslie. Two seconds ago at lunch, you just told us that whatever Abby tells Peyton she has to do in a dance, you just tell she's her to shut with. up and do it. She's good exactly. with it. Exactly. Exactly. Now you're saying, 
that you don't want her being a sleaze ball in a strip joint with those ripped tights. So which one is it? Yeah. Maybe, maybe if she doesn't like it, like it, she should leave. <laughs> exactly. She don't have a contract. Exactly. You can walk <laughs> you out. You can leave. We can't. And then Abby, of course, turns to the kids and she's like, I don't care what your mom say. We're doing this, 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 and this, and this. And then Jill's like, How about hold Jill? on a second. Yeah. I, have I a need lot this dance stake. to be good. <laughs> I, I need lot. this dance to be good. I have a lot at stake. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's storm probation, man. So yeah. Jill has a lot at stake. She needs this to be good. And then we hear that Maddie needs her hair up in two high ponies. And she specifically says high ponies. High, high. Yeah. So that the kick me sign can go on. Okay. We've all heard it. We arrive in St. Louis. Do you remember when we were here? We had literally no time whatsoever to see anything. I remember us going to the arch. It was like dark. And and we made them like like, ran out and came back. Yeah. We screamed yeah, I remember. so that they could jump out and take a picture, but we never went on yeah. the arch. Yeah. We, I mean, we literally ran out, took a picture and ran back to the bus. That's how it always was. People were always yeah. like, oh, you were everywhere. No, we would go exactly. from exactly. My hotel kids room. say that to me all the time because people, I mean, we've been so many places you yeah. know, because every weekend we went somewhere different on the show and my kids don't even know half the places we went because yeah. you know what? You, you never saw anything. You went you got there, you went to the competition and you left. Like, so mm-hmm. we saw some mediocre hotel rooms is what we saw. Exactly. Two stars, exactly. two stars. But I do remember us taking a picture at the arch. Yes. So then when we're walking into the competition, the girls are wearing their pink coats. They look so yes. cute. Yes. And we're in the dressing room and immediately there is screaming about the importance of this competition. <laughs> yep. Even the people putting you on stage are, they are working at a, a talent agency, probably. Yes. Yes. Because that, that's how that works. Right. Because yep. listen, if they're working backstage at like Hollywood a Vibe dance competition yeah. in St. Louis <laughs> and they're working in a talent agency, they're answering a phone there and they can't do shit for you anyway. Exactly. Exactly. They're not the connection you want. Exactly. And then she tells us that not only does she have two kids on probation, but she also has two moms. Jill probably feels superior because she's been here for three weeks. And Jill Oh no, Peyton's been there for four years. Correct. Correct. But then this is one of my favorite montages of this episode because we see Leslie helping Peyton do her makeup. And she's like, I need you to get your leaps higher. And she's like, I'm trying. And she's like, try harder. I'm like, okay, her legs don't do it. And oh, no. then, well, they're both going back and forth. Like, yes. it's like, and Jill's like, go over that trail a hundred yes. times. I need you to know it. I need you to know it. I need to know that you know it. And she's like, if you do the trail well, see that 20 bucks, it's yours. <laughs> I-, I couldn't believe she did that. <laughs> Do you think they told her to say that? But how about Maddie? She's Maddie's like, we don't, we don't like usually do those things. <laughs> she goes, if we bribe, it's with ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> with the moms, we bribe with wine. Listen, <laughs> even if they told Jill to give her 20 bucks, like they've told us to do stuff where I'm like, I am yeah, not I would doing be like, that. No, I am like bribing my child with $20. And she can see that 20 bucks. It's yours. It's yours. And it wasn't even a 20. It was two tens. Was two tens. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that. And they kept clo- like, they kept giving us a close up on it. Oh, <laughs> I was crying. It was so funny. Abby's still talking about probation and Jill tells us that she really wants off of probation. She's saying this to Kendall and she's 
is like, and go out and show her why she picked you. Show her why she picked you. So the trio, all of a sudden, like the trio, we cut, like they're in their polka dot dresses. It's in the room and we're getting ready to go. I just have to say, watching those two go back and forth, like fighting over this spot was like totally hysterical to me because like, I just wanted off. I know. <laughs> and like, they were like dying to get on the show. And I'm like, just what, what do I have to do to get off of the show? <laughs> they're like dying to get on it. I'm like, why would you want to do this? Well, I think that was always our question when people would watch yeah. it and then they'd come why on and they would you like, want to put your child in this position? I'm like, you signed up for this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After seeing what like it was like. Yeah. Because if I saw it before I would have signed a contract, like I would not have signed up for it. Uh, no. I would think that that show would have never happened if somebody yeah. had to sign a contract after exactly. the fact. Yeah. So they go out to the stage for the trio and Chloe immediately there's dramatic music and Chloe is a mile away. Abby tells us when they sit down on the stage and both Jill and Abby are like buzzing about it. But it's obvious when you're looking, there's a microphone. There's a microphone sitting there. Yeah. There's a microphone right in the way. Now, had Chloe sat closer to the microphone and bumped it in some way, she would have been an idiot. She would have been in trouble for that. Yeah. Right. Use your brain. Move over. Yeah. No matter what, Chloe would have been in trouble. Yes. So it starts off with them like lip syncing to some music. And then we have a record scratch and it turns into some like Beyonce type song. Meanwhile, this music was the most musical theater song yeah. ever. This was not the music to this dance. And it looked yeah. stupid on TV with this music. Yeah. It was terrible with this music because I thought the dance was cute. I mean, was it the most outstanding I don't really dance ever? It. No, it was fine. This music made it horrible. Like they're in old fashioned dresses. Dresses, yeah. Dancing then, to Beyonce. Yeah. With like little moves. After the trio comes in, uh Abby walks into the dressing room and she says to Kendall, I was going to order your sweatsuit, but then I saw that foot and Jill (laughs) is pissed and she's mocking it in an interview and she tells us she's angry, but I want to point something out. When I watched that dance, Kelly, do you want to know the first thing I noticed when they each came out and like, when they stood up, first of all, the minute they stood up and backed away from the microphone, Chloe was totally fine with spacing. She just moved over for the thing. But when Maddie did her botmont, her foot was so sickled. It was unbelievable. I could not oh, really? believe that they showed that or Abby didn't say anything, but that just goes to show Abby never pointed out anything she did wrong. Yeah. And yeah. so it was so funny to me because I wasn't even going to mention it. I saw it and I was like, oh, it's not worth mentioning. But then when she says to Kendall, I saw that foot and it was terrible. I'm thinking to myself, why didn't you point out that Maddie's, yeah. foot? she would just never so then in my interview of course abby says something to chloe like oh you're spacing blah 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 but i point out in my interview that chloe made a good choice because she didn't sit on top of the microphone and had she sat on top of the microphone she would have been an idiot so it was going to be wrong no matter what and then abby tells us no that's when you go in the audience as a parent ahead of time and look at where things are yeah. Wait a minute. But now Abby doesn't even want us at the competitions, but oh now we're God. supposed to go check out the thing. I thought she was the choreographer. Now, and if I should have my... went and scoped out the thing, could you imagine if she caught me in the audience making Chloe look at the stage and pointing out the microphones there? She would have ripped me in half. She'd have been like, yep. Dang, she, she's not smart enough to know that. 
I say the pressure is on Chloe's starting to panic. And I say that Abby did that to Chloe. And it's so obvious that she does. She knows how to whip each of those kids up into a frenzy, whatever their trigger points are. And she knew exactly how to make Chloe upset before she danced. Abby in her interview says that the trio was disappointing and it's time for the solos and Chloe and Maddie better get their head in the game and figure it out. And Maddie tells us that she's nervous because she wants to beat Chloe and get back at the top. And when she steps out on stage, you can see Melissa stressed out in the audience, which I thought was kind of interesting. How about Abby? I know. I have that Sitting watching with her mouth open, catching flies. It's hilarious (laughs) the way she watches her. She always does that. Yeah. (sighs) Like, okay, Abby, it's like kind of has creepy vibes. You might want to settle down with that. Melissa cries. And Abby tells us that Maddie was an absolute pro. Now she's a seasoned professional. Seasoned professional. She was a seasoned professional. And then she says that Chloe better dance her ass off. Thought we didn't talk. Chloe has a lot. Well, you say Chloe has a lot riding on this. Mm -hmm. I, I do like this costume. Oh, I do too. Oh, so then Chloe's in the dressing room and she's getting ready to go out. And Abby calls her over and she like whispers to her like, I gave you the solo because you deserve the solo and you better dance. Well. Like she was, it was just not a pep talk. Like don't talk to her if that's the way yeah. you want to talk to her. It's one thing to get on top. It's another thing staying on top. Mm-hmm. And then Chloe says, Miss Abby always says that everyone's replaceable. I really hope that she's not talking about me. Okay. <laughs> she's so talking about you. Uh, she talks about all of them. Yeah. Uh, she'd love to replace all of us. Yeah. And then Chloe did our solo and I actually think Chloe danced very well in this dance. And yeah. I thought last week, I thought Maddie danced better than Chloe from what I saw on the show. I don't know. Cause I didn't watch the full dances, but what I saw, I thought Maddie danced better this week. I thought Chloe danced better than Maddie. Maddie kind of like let go of some of her turns. I thought Chloe held on to hers. So it's interesting that the results were different because I actually thought Maddie was better last week and this week. I liked Maddie's dance last week. Yeah. The jazz routine. I did like that last yeah. week. <laughs> I say that I was so happy with her performance and I don't know why she gets in her head. Well, I'm going to think the reason she gets in her head is because Abby. Yeah. And then Abby tells us, well, I saw things she did wrong. Otherwise. I saw a few things she did wrong, but nice otherwise job. not nice job. Yeah. And then she walks in the room and says, how do you think you did? And Chloe goes, good. And she goes, good. And then she goes group dance and totally skips over her altogether. Mm -hmm. And then Chloe said exactly what I was thinking. She's like, I really wish that Miss Abby would give me attention. Like she gives Maddie for her solo. And I think they all feel that way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's what I used to complain about all the time. I couldn't care less if my kids had a a solo 90% of the time. Like most people wanted their kids to have solos. I could have cared less if my kids had solos, but when they did have a solo, be nice to them or should have filled them up attention to, you know, like mm-hmm. work with them. If nobody works with you, you're not going to get any better. That is so obvious when you're watching it. And that was always our argument. And it's like, but I don't think it, I don't think they portray it that way. I think they make it out like that. We, and I am not, I'm not speaking for you, but yeah. I think they make it out that I would like die to have my kids have a solo. And I think it's so unfair that my kids don't have a solo every week. I never wanted my kids to have a solo because it was just more pressure. But when they did have them, I wanted them to have a costume like everybody else in the group did. Everybody, you know, like Chloe said, pay attention to me the way you pay attention to Maddie. And that was, that 
fairness is all that I was ever asking for. That's all anybody was asking for. And that was always, if you listen really to our complaining, it wasn't about Maddie. It was about Abby's treatment. But I think people portrayed it as it was about Maddie. Yeah. That's unfortunate because that really wasn't the case. Like it it wasn't. So then we are getting ready for the group dance. And I just have to point out that we are using your toupee tape to tape up our song. Yes. Your little trick. I love that. And then Jill peeks her head out and goes, what color, what color shoes? shoes? Like <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love Abby. She's like, well, black socks, a black shoes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> common sense, Jill. And then I'm talking about the mayhem in the dressing room. I'm like, you know, things are crazy. I'm like, Maddie's pigtails are all askew. It's just sheer mayhem. Leslie starts running the dance with Peyton and she tries to make Paige do it. She's like, Paige, get up there. Like she's the Matt Abby. Yeah. And then Abby says, were you a dance teacher in your former life? And Leslie's like, no, I'm just running it with her. And she's like, she's 14. Let her go. And I do agree here with Leslie. She's like, I am allowed to talk to my daughter. Exactly. Like, yeah. Are allowed to talk to her. And then I hate this. Abby gets it right in Peyton's face and she goes, if you don't know it yet, you're never going to know it with a smug mm-hmm. face. Like, why do you yeah. be a bitch to Peyton? Leave her alone. Take yeah. it up with Leslie. If you have a problem with Leslie, take it up with her. Leave the kid out of it. I, I love when they go to Peyton's interview and Peyton says Abby should butt out. Yes. <laughs> like she should. I loved that. I do. And Peyton gets a lot of shit in this episode for like, you know, the comment that comes up. Yeah. But I think Peyton's a hundred percent on the money with that one. Yeah. Abby needs to butt out. But Leslie really is being bossy. She's like, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. And they're like, we need to rehearse. And I don't think she realized that they held numbers for us at that point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Holly's like, if they aren't ready to go on stage, it's not going to make a difference. And Leslie's like, well, if they miss their call time, they're not going to get to compete. That's- we're on a TV show, Leslie. Yeah. They exactly. aren't going to like not have us run our number. But nice. I love that her and Holly were arguing. Uh-huh. Like Holly was like standing up. Like, I love that. Abby says, they're not going to hold the number for you, Leslie, but they'll hold it for Abby Lee Miller. And it's my name. It's my reputation. And I think, I don't know why I chimed in here, but I was just like, Oh, for God's sakes. It's not just your name. It's their names too. It is. Yeah, it is. When they're standing on stage, it's their names. They have a name too. And I think that that's why I started to get pissed off at this because she always made it that she was the star and the rest of us were just minions. And I'm like, bullshit. These kids have a name too. And she goes, no, Christy, when they're on stage, people are like, those are Abby Lee's kids. And as they're walking out, she looks at Chloe and whispers to her and she says, she destroys you. Which again, talk to me. Yeah. Don't whisper things to my kid. And that's when I scream at her. Don't you talk to my daughter that way. And then she says, look at the way you act. Be a role model. Be a role model. Wait a minute. All I was doing was standing up for my kid. Don't exactly. talk to her that way. So that's exactly. the way I act. Yeah. I, you know what, Chloe? Make Don't it tell her she doesn't have a brain in her head. Uh, yeah. Or you're the cockiest kid like, I ever that's met. A, that's a good role model. Yeah. Or your mother's destroying you. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to look at her and be like, hey, Chloe, I am being a role model because I'm standing up for what's right and wrong. Yeah. I, I just have to say that I love that. I have not said a freaking word. I know. This whole thing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I know. It's a really good feeling, isn't it? Yes. It's yes. That's why I was glad we didn't. Have, I wasn't in the trio. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you don't have to fight. Oh, I also do say that Abby's the worst role model here. I mean, 
Yeah. I think all evidence supports that. I think that. everybody would agree with you. So then the group dance goes on and it's called What Comes Around. First thing we see is Abby talking about when Maddie and Peyton are walking on. Maddie's ponytails are too low and then the sign is stuck in her hair. And then she's all worried about that. That's the only thing she could focus on. She couldn't even enjoy the number because she was just worried about that the whole time. And then Jill tells us that she loves to watch them dance, but this one just didn't stick with her. And she didn't think that Peyton Peyton. pulled it off well. Peyton was eight feet taller than everyone. And But the whole time Jill is saying this, they're playing circus clown music in the background. And I don't know if it's because Peyton's supposed to be like the tall circus freak or Jill is like a weird <laughs> circus freak. But listen to it. It's insanity. I cannot believe the underlying like things that they put on this show. Yeah. Yeah. And so how Leslie, about, how about Leslie thinking Peyton deserves a sweatshirt? I know she goes, Oh, this is her first time here. Uh huh. Abby walks in. And the first thing she does is she says that the dance was screwed up with the sign and good for Leslie. Cause I was going to say this. She points out that Melissa screwed up the pigtails because I guarantee you, if that was me putting the pigtails in wrong, it would have been my fault. Yeah. And but when Abby came in, Abby said it, that Peyton did the sign wrong. Yes. But yeah. she said in her interview, the pigtails were too low. But she never said boo to Melissa about it. Never a word. Mm-hmm. Leslie brings that up and Abby completely dismisses it. After Leslie says Melissa's pigtails were too low, Abby tells her that Peyton needed to correct Melissa's mistake. And then that's when Leslie says, no, Abby, I thought she was fabulous. And Abby's like, are you saying no to me? And then Abby says, I thought you were okay, Peyton. And then she says, how do you think you did? And this is when Peyton says, I thought I was better than most other people on the stage, like all around. And Abby was like, yeah, I I was surprised that Abby got offended by that. Yeah. Like she was appalled. Yes. She's like, but so cocky. Now, if Peyton hadn't said that, if Peyton would have been like, I don't know. I was okay. She had been like, oh, you're okay. You have to have confidence. Confidence if you you want to be on this team. Exactly. Yeah. Peyton didn't back down. She goes, that's how I felt performance wise. And Abby goes, hmm. And she's like, I am appalled. I can't believe that a 14 year old would act like that in a room full of amazing dancers. I'm like, who's the amazing dancers? (laughs) I didn't know that there are any of those here. Because it's none of us. I was like, hold on. I just see a bunch of mediocre dumbasses without a brain. Exactly. Exactly. So then where's one? Leslie thinks she feels that everyone feels that way when they dance, but Peyton just was coerced into saying it. Which again, I I don't disagree with Leslie there. You know, Peyton was put on the spot. She said how she felt just like we both said, if Abby had asked Peyton and she would have been like, oh, I don't know. I was okay. Then she would have attacked her for that. So she wasn't winning no matter what she said. Yeah. Like if, if, I mean, Brooke was 14. If if she would have asked Brooke, Brooke would have said, you know, I think I did okay. You know, like Mm -hmm. whatever. And then Abby would have definitely said, you you need to have the confidence. Right. You're the leader. Yeah. And, and that was when she would say, like, do you want to be mediocre? Like, right. you're fine with that. So no matter what Peyton said, she would have she would have been in trouble. Uh, but yep. 
Absolutely. So then Abby does say that the girls have a nice camaraderie, which I do agree with. Then Leslie turns it into, she goes, oh, so everyone else was perfect, but Peyton. I'm like, oh, I don't know if she said that, but I mean, look, I would never stick up for Abby, but it was just funny that Leslie said that. And then Abby says she doesn't need to critique anyone else. Peyton already did it for her. Yeah. (laughs) And then she said, it's going to take her years to regain their trust again. And she shouldn't belittle others. That's her job. No. Yeah. I don't think that's your job. I think no, that's how you not. choose to do your job. Yes. Just like Holly said. Then we go to awards. I just want to point out, even though my dress is cold shouldered, I did like my dress this week. It was a cute dress, like with the turtleneck and it was cold shouldered, but it fit really well, which you never got a shot of it fitting well. Cause I was kind of like remember. scrunched up in the corner, but it was yeah, like one of those dresses that was cut nice. So every time you walked, it was like, it was a cute dress. I did like it. Abby tells us that she's really nervous in the awards and we see them counting down the junior awards and Maddie wins. And Abby says that Maddie was the best thing there. And Chloe didn't even place. And Abby's kind of gloating about that. But Kelly, Chloe wasn't in the junior division. She was in the intermediate division and she won. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, God. But we had to be like, Maddie's the best thing there. Chloe didn't even place. Chloe's well, it's kind of like when our kid, my kids does solos and they don't even show them. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, 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 Brooke used to win all the time, but yeah. you never got to, never we didn't it. get to say it. Nope. Nope. Then the trio doesn't win. And you're actually relieved because you love that ours is undefeated. Yes. And the group didn't even place, which I was actually really surprised that group didn't place because when you watch the dance, the girls danced well in that number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't love the number, but the dancing was good. Then, I thought it was good. Yeah. Abby tells us she doesn't know if the judges just didn't get it. And she comes maybe they in. didn't like the holy fishnets. Maybe. The minute Abby comes in, she can't wait to tell Chloe that she blew it and getting to the top of the pyramid is hard, but staying there is harder. I say that she doesn't say those things to Maddie. You know, they show them hugging Maddie and Abby. And I say, but there's no favoritism. Abby tells us that Peyton has an overinflated ego. That's funny because they've been winning, 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 winning. Peyton joins the team and now they lost. But Leslie just chimes in with, but can she dance again? And Abby's like, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. And she's like, I'm not concerned about what she did on stage. I'm concerned about her dressing room behavior. Peyton's sassy little mouth may have ruined it. So Abby leaves. Meanwhile, it's Brooke's coming back. (laughs) She knew that like, you know? Yes. Abby leaves the room, which I always loved when Abby left the room. It's always so glorious. Holly is explaining to Leslie that, you know, Abby is offended by the way Peyton what Peyton said and Leslie interrupts because she's pissed and she tells Holly that she's pissed and she's like you don't accept a 14 year old's apology I start to argue and Leslie said something about she shut me down and I'm like you didn't shut me down which I don't even know what that was about but we are bickering then Abby comes back in and she's like I can hear you in the hall I'm talking to a friend and I'm like you don't have a friend I know talking about And then Leslie says she's upset. Abby says Peyton has a smart mouth. And then she says, you need to dig your fingernails into her back and tell her to shut Shut her mouth. Yeah. Oh, yep. Take your fingernails, dig them in her back and tell her to shut up. Who says that shit? Seriously. Who said that stuff? Remember when she used to say you need to put a thumbtack in between their shoulder blades? Yeah. Yeah. 
Ugh. So then Leslie blames Abby and Leslie says, shame on you. And you see that Peyton is crying in the back and that's the end of the episode. Here's kind of, this may be a hot take or a controversial opinion, but I'm just going to say this. I think that did Peyton say what she said and was it like, oh God, I can't believe she said that. Yes. But I don't think Peyton is a bully. Like in real life, the kids liked Peyton. She was always nice to them. Yeah. She's a nice kid. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of felt bad that she kind of got this bully edit and then it goes on. It's going to go on the whole time she's there. And honestly, like she came on, she said something that probably shouldn't have said. And it like went downhill, you know, like she's 14. Like she made a stupid choice to say something on TV. I didn't like this episode. I didn't like it because it was clear to me, like how Abby was manipulating Chloe's like emotions. I didn't like the shit she said about her. I thought it was hard to watch. Uh, it made me sick to my stomach, but <laughs> I'm going to say this was like a four drinker for me. Oh, okay. Mine was probably just a one. You didn't even have a drink. You didn't even need well, one. Well, Paige didn't get to do the trio and she oh, made her sit yeah. and torture her, like sitting, uh, doing the music and stuff for them. So, that, I mean, that was hard. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. I part. mean, and, and, and when I say that, they only show it on the show that it was for two seconds. That was for like hours sure yes of, of her sitting in there being tortured not sure. just a second yeah so i would say that. one all but right I, I loved the episode because i was like barely in it i know my I kind know. of episode i love when i'm barely in it i have I no know. idea what next week is i hope i shut my mouth i don't either i think I brooke comes either. back i think, I think we burn comes pom-poms. back I don't know. Yeah. I don't even remember burning your pom-poms. Oh, I do. Cause I had a brand new pair of boots on and I was stomping them out and I got plastic all over them. Like burned plastic. (laughs) I was so pissed. Uh, Okay. Top of the pyramid or bottom of the pyramid for outfits. Any bottom of the pyramid outfits. I didn't like my black thing I had on in pyramid. I don't remember what you had. on. I mean, it it looked better when it had like the boots and stuff on with it. Oh yeah. Since we aren't allowed to wear our shoes, you know. I love that you, my outfit. I hated you used, that. You used to stand there and you're like, my shoes are part of my outfit. When you exactly. take my shoes off, it, it, it totally ruins changes it. the look of the outfit. It's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Do you remember you used to be I like, to get, I used to get so mad. You're like, in a runner. We'll stand on the runner. And she exactly. would not allow a runner in. Mm-mm. Yeah. She wouldn't allow a runner. No, because she wanted us to look like idiots on our bare feet. Yes. Yes. All right. Top of the pyramid for outfits. Um, the only um, thing I liked of mine was I had that tan, like satin suit on. Yeah. You can only see the jacket. You couldn't the see jacket. the bottom, but it was cute. That was um, cute. You liked that. I like my black shoulder dress. dress. Yeah. I don't love a cold shoulder look, but I did like that dress. Um, okay. Uh, what about, oh, favorite lines of the episode? Um, I liked Holly's when she said, um, it's <laughs> ironic that Abby chooses bullying with her method of teaching. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I, uh, good. Uh, I don't have one yet. Um, I liked, um, and, and the only reason I like this is because like, she eats crow later on is when Leslie says, I don't care if Peyton cries. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're going to be eating crow later, honey. For sure. And I I liked when you said she's an evil bitch. Oh, she is an evil bitch. Yes. I liked when Jill said, she's not just a bully. She's a big bully. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, oh my God. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I felt like that one was a downer one for me. Oh, I'm glad yeah. that you're good. No, no really fun things to talk about, but I know. I know, maybe in the after party. All right. Yes. Well, we will catch you in the after show. Have a great week, okay. everyone. Talk See you next later. time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.